0: Hey loves, it's Yulanda Renee, host of From Shadow to Sacred, It's Sex a Raw, a podcast where we are here to educate, entertain, and inform about all things sex, sexuality, and sensuality. I myself am a board-certified kink-conscious sex therapist, and I am here to create the space. You ready? Let's go. It's you Linda Renee your spiritual clinical kink conscious counselor and self-awareness coach and we got another episode of from shadow to sacred Is sex in a row with my girl I'm so happy she back y'all but that's the whole situation we ain't gonna even go into it she back miss Adrian Moores, real estate agent extraordinaire and newly licensed broker please come to the mic and tell the people a bit more about yourself ma'am thank you
1: hey girl hey I'm glad to be back um you know just glad to be back period um you know me i'm a straightforward not a whole lot to me uh married mom of 3 plus 4 bonus children blended family uh newly licensed real estate broker as well as you know purveyor of infused teas and treats so you know i do a little bit of everything
0: i love that okay so you know what i've been talking about lately is this idea of women especially black women allowing ourselves ease right you know what does yes. it look like yes to allow ourselves to have pleasure and what does that look like you know so when when you think about that what comes to mind to you allowing ourselves some ease
1: you know what a lot of times just who we are in this world it it it's hard for us to let let go and let things be easy um i saw your post i read it i was like oh wow because it just hit me right in the chest ease isn't always easy but well, you know nothing really worth having is so we just have to normalize not having to do everything all the time. You know what I mean? And that has defined us as black women for so long. Superwoman, you know, we're not superwoman. Superwoman does not exist. You know, uh, it's 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 just so hard because we're it's almost like we're programmed not to do things easy, but. Just let someone lighten your load. It's people around you that will do that for you. Allow them to do it.
0: Yeah, and you you hit the nail on the head where it's almost like we programmed. So when you think about like childhood and everything else, how did that programming show up with you growing up with it not being easy? Just
1: something that I remember about my childhood is that, you know, there was, there was a lot more structure, I think, than what we have now. But I was always grown to, you know, This is how you treat a man. This is what you do for your family. This is what you do, you know. And it's almost like, well, what about me? Mm. You know, I'm not even going to lie. We got a new moon. I was in here crying, boohoo crying like a fool yesterday and couldn't figure out why. Then I said, you know what? While we're checking for everybody else, who the fuck is checking for us?
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. And my program has started like at six, where I tell this story all the time. My brother, on my dad's side I passed away and my mom was like you can't cry you got to be strong for your dad i'm like what i'm six yeah i'm sick i'm in, literally in kindergarten you
1: know I'm six. how do you how do you that's i remember at nine being told if you if you don't keep your house clean and if you can't cook you'll never get a husband and it's like well who the who the fuck want? how you know i want one you know it's you know but it's just that type of there's just so much more out here for us, you know, mm-hmm. than what we the, the narrow box we've been put into. There's there's so much more out here for us.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So what has that programming looked like just kind of like throughout your your growth as a woman? You know, what has that looked like like with your kids, with baby daddies, with husbands, with family? How has that looked?
1: I you know what? I, I with my children's father, and that was a 14-year relationship. I did everything. You know, mm-hmm. and it was because I thought I was supposed to. Um, mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, if you're next to a man that doesn't want to lighten your load, then that's not a man. Um, mm-hmm. I've had to unlearn some stuff in my now marriage for the last three years because he don't want me to pick up nothing heavier than my purse. You know, he wants mm-hmm. to do a lot of stuff. So, you know, that it, 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 it's literally it's a battle every day to just be. You know, let me fall back and allow this man, even though he's not in the best of health right now, but allow him to be a man, allow him to make things easy for me. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong, you know, or I'm less than for allowing Mm. this man to help me. Same with my kids. They lazy as hell. (laughs) (laughs) They're good kids, but part of it is this generation. And part of it was me not wanting to program them into that box. So, Mm-hmm. It, but it's backfired to a degree because now they don't want to do shit, you know? Right. <laughs> I know it's definitely too. a balance. Yeah, a balance and it a battle. Is.
0: It is. a balance and a battle. I'm a hashtag yes. that one. There we go. Yes, I love that. <laughs> so what about just becoming a woman? Because I've also been talking about, at least for me, learning to love being a woman. I didn't always mm-hmm. like being a female or being a woman. It was difficult for me. You know, what was your experience or what has been your experience when it comes to that? I've always
1: loved being a woman. Um, mm-hmm. I've always been, I would say, fairly comfortable in my skin. But I don't think I knew what woman being a woman really entailed. And I'm still, that's still a process until yeah. maybe my late 30s. You mm-hmm.
0: know, I'm going
1: to be, maybe I was a late bloomer. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I thought, you know, being grown and being legal, don't mm-hmm. mean does not equate to being a woman. So there's a there's a lot to that, and that is different for every single person. There is no mold and there's no manual to being. You know, that's your definition. So you, I guess, the first thing is figuring out what that is for you.
0: Mm.
1: You know, don't the world has tried to tell us what that what that's supposed to be for so long, and even mm-hmm. the people next to us, our men, have tried to tell us this is what a woman. No, that's a different journey for everybody.
0: Yes. Yes. That part, you say, identifying what that means for you, first and what foremost. What does it mean for you? What is, what is truly and authentically,
1: if you take away the societal norms, take away, you know, the judgment and the shame that's attached to being a even being a sexual woman, you know, take all that away and what is your, what is your authentic truth? What is your mm-hmm. true authentic sexuality? It's so mm-hmm. many people out here that are not living their lives, they're just... Existing because they're concerned about what the next person or what the world has told them is so terrible, you know. Yeah. Damn these labels! Live your life. We've learned over the last year with this whole pandemic, and then I, I know I learned at an early age, losing both my parents before I was twenty five. That life is to be lived. Mm. You know, you 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 you, you yeah. know, you know. So yeah. we spend a lot of time trying to figure out what to do and how to move through life. Figure out what makes you happy. And it sounds really cliche, but you figure out what makes you happy, what works for you. And then you try to build off of that. I, You know, my job, I hate my job. I love real estate, but I hate my job. But I can't mm-hmm. take an $85,000 hit right now. But I got to figure out, okay, what's my path away from this? Yes. You know, no. what's my path away from, because this is, this is not my happy, <laughs> this doesn't make me happy. This doesn't work for me. I don't want to spend 40, 50 hours a week working for the, you know, working for these people and making them a hell of a lot more money than what they paying me.
0: Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm get into that. Before I want to go back to this whole idea of us living up to these societal norms for other people mm-hmm. telling us how to be women, especially mm-hmm. men, you know, all these different books and shit like that. How you the know? hell Steve Harvey going to tell me how to be a woman? Man. Or what that
1: looks like.
0: Hmm. You know, police and our know.
1: sexuality, like how many days are you supposed to wait? <laughs> right. Wait a minute. Hold it. You know, and the funny part is, you know, I-, I have to get away from using the word hoe because it has such a terrible connotation. But you y'all y'all talk about hoes, but y'all like hoes. So, I don't which understand one is? it. Mm-hmm. Which one is it? You know, <laughs> which one is it?
0: Mm-hmm. And you talk about labels and just living your life because, you know, that's such a, a a battle right there because people want to feel like they have an identity. Like, you know, am I bisexual? Am I heterosexual? Am I this? Am I that? And we have such a difficulty just being, you know, has that been a struggle for you? Like going from, I don't need all these labels. Let me just leave.
1: Let me, it it definitely, it's not a cakewalk. And I'm a person that, um, what I call a straight shooter. So I haven't really worried so much about what people thought about me. Probably since 97. (laughs) but I was I know I was in high school when I stopped giving a fuck about that but um I have to press forward and I I figured out probably like I said late 30s that I don't care whatever I was more concerned about what my family would think about me my nuclear family you know I've got two two daughters and a son so what do they think about you know what their mama got going on or you know this whole new leaf that she's turned over this brand new husband um and surprisingly, they they weren't. They, my kids don't judge. They're like, okay. I mean, as long as you, you know, you've always been good to us. You've always taken care of us. You know, we trust you. Go do what you do. Mm-hmm. You know. So as long as they okay, I don't care what nobody else has to say
0: mm-hmm. or think. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing as I've been interviewing I've just been talking to various women, a lot of them want to explore sexually, but they like you said, they like, eh, what if my family gonna judge, what if people gonna judge, what if the church gonna judge right what would you tell some of those women who are trying to figure out how to step into their authentic self you know
1: what if
0: you can't keep it, you got to keep it one
1: hundred with yourself
0: um mm-hmm.
1: before you can keep it 100 with anyone else or or move you know move. Forward in that capacity, but there's nothing wrong with exploring yourself. There's nothing wrong. There should be no shame. We learn to attach shame to sexuality. I told my twelve year old the other day. I know she was embarrassed as hell. Like, mom, seriously. But I, <laughs> if you don't, you know, if you don't know what you like, number one, you can't expect to be able to articulate it to anyone else. But You have to, and I'm still learning this, to let, you have to let go. There is so much freedom in it. And once you do it, you know, you won't, you won't, really won't be able to go back. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not always about sex or men or women or anything like that. Just freedom and walking in your truth and not worrying about what the next person has to say. So I know that's not an easy thing for most people, Mm -hmm. Um. Baby steps, you know, if you you have to, you know, I'm a person, I write down a lot of stuff, partly because my short term memory is terrible and partly because that's how I keep myself on task. But, you know, start by making it normal. Start by trying to take that shame away. If you just have to journal, you know, and talk about to yourself what you Mm -hmm. would like to see, you have to do that. I just, it it pains me to think about so many women that live their life and have never you know, never had a real orgasm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, don't know the pleasure of you know really just letting go and being submissive to someone. You know, you've taught that, been taught that sex is a transaction. You know, or sex is to make babies, or it's a huge, it's a big, important part of life, and it's not. It ain't necessarily have to be with nobody else. You can have sex with yes. your damn self. You yes. know, and I think you should start there. Most people should start there. I told my twelve year, start there.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know.
1: Start there, there's yeah. no
0: shame in it. Mm. And see, that's so that's so big because what I learned for me is that feeling safe in whatever situation I was in. When I was married for 10 years, I didn't feel safe enough mm-hmm. with my partner to explore the different things. Person i with nah, now, she We get to there, you know, and so but I feel safe with him. Like, sure. what about you? Like, did you have a difference in your relationship where you felt safe enough to express yourself in different ways?
1: I've always been honest about myself and what I like. Um, mm-hmm. But in in my uh, relationship with my children's father versus my husband, I, I definitely feel safe with my husband. My children's father knew that I was bisexual or heteroflex or whatever the hell you want to call it. But mm-hmm. most men for them, that means an automatic threesome. Oh, you know. We, oh, you know. And it, it wasn't that. Um, sometimes it may be that, you know. Right. Sometimes it may end up that way. I like for these things to happen organically, but that you know, it, it for him it was an agenda. Once I, oh wow, you know, with my husband, he's like, well, uh, okay, let's talk about that. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. what does that m- mean for you? And I'm like, you know, where we consider ourselves, I guess, poly. Um, mm-hmm. But he's like, you know, I know that doesn't automatically mean I get to jump into bed with y'all. He's like, you know, that that's you. That's for you.
0: And he's like, and and
1: however you want to include me, or if you don't want to include me, that's totally fine. And that goes both ways with him Mm -hmm. as well. Now he's straight as an arrow, but Mm -hmm. to me, it's ludicrous to think that I will be the only woman he's attracted to for the rest of his damn life, you know? So that goes, we we dialogue. There's no cheating if there's no lying.
0: Exactly. Exactly. There's no
1: cheating if
0: there's no lying. If there's no lying,
1: there's no cheating, you know? So...
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I guess what
1: I have um, is an anomaly. And I wish it wasn't, you know, with mm-hmm. my husband, I, I wish that more women had and he's not without his fault. But mm-hmm. I wish that more women had that safety. Mm-hmm. You know, where you feel like I, I, I don't have to worry about anything. I can trust this person. And I don't have to worry about anything. I don't worry have to worry about backlash or it coming up later or anything like that. You know, yeah. I, I want yeah. that for my sisters.
0: Yes. Was there or has there ever been any like jealousy or like some feelings come up, feeling some type of way? How do you navigate that for yourself and within relationship?
1: I'm not a jealous person by nature. Um, and thankfully, the person that I'm with isn't either. We've not ever um, not ever had that issue. Now, we are only three years in the game. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know what may happen down the line, but what he and I have always said that we, we will communicate. You know, Mm -hmm. once we, once we stop talking, we know that's, that's an issue. He said, but we will always keep those lines of communication open. So I probably am more open than I, than I should be, but, you know, I I mentioned, I haven't had a filter since 97. So I, you know, most times what comes up comes out and sometimes that can be a little rough, but most times it's okay.
0: Okay. Got you. So what was that journey for you to get into a space? Like you said, you still working on it of allowing yourself more ease of allowing yourself more help and assistance and pleasure how has that been
1: it is it is a a work in progress and it is a daily um it's a daily thing it's not it's something that I have to consciously work at because again we are programmed to do it all and so I have to sometimes I have to sit down and say I ain't cooking dinner you know or I'm I'm going over here. I'm getting ready to go and get a get a, a wax and a steam and do something for me. You know, and that's yeah. what I had to do yesterday because I was like, I just felt really out of sorts. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to do something for me because at the t- how it felt. I'm like, ain't nobody. I don't feel like nobody checking for me in here. You know, mm-hmm. so let me go out here. Let me go outside, take a walk, ground myself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then do something for me and and mm-hmm. stop worrying about everybody in here. You know yeah. and I got to worry about me too.
0: Yes. Check for your damn self, right? Damn right. <laughs> Check for your damn self. And so what I've learned or what used to be an issue for me is that easy was suspicious. Like, you know what I mean? Put like, for the to drop. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. What, what's your angle? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So with your, your relationship with your kid's father, that's a long time to be in relationships with someone. Like, what did you learn? From
1: those years uh, I learned to use my voice, and that might surprise you, um, but a lot of times i the person that I am, people get surprised that I'm as submissive as i as I am in relationships, but mm-hmm. um, I learned to use my voice, I learned to i just you can't sit on stuff
0: you yeah. know if
1: it's if there's a conversation that needs to be had, you need to put it out there, you know how it's received or how. But you need to do your part, do the work, and put it out there. And a lot of stuff that I there's a lot of stuff that I swallowed. Also, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because I, you know, I had a child when I got with him, Mm -hmm. um, and I was pregnant with him when I met him. It was a lot of shame attached to my kids having different fathers. You know, Mm -hmm. so I stayed in it for that reason. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you 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 must live for you. You know, Mm -hmm. my mother died at 49 years old, and I just you know, I'm 40. If I got nine years left, you know, I wanna I wanna get the most bang for my buck. I, I wanna live, you mm-hmm. know, I want to not simply exist. And it's just too many of us out here surviving. Yeah. You know, surviving in, in struggle love. And that that shit ain't normal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that shit ain't normal and you deserve better. Again, you gotta be willing to define what better is, what happy is what that is for you. But mm-hmm. I learned to, it took me 14 years and it shouldn't have taken me that long, but I just learned to trust myself
0: mm-hmm. and move accordingly. Yes. Yes. It's a whole lot of gems in hit trust and move accordingly. i have a whole lot of shit to tweet out. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, because you're talking about it's not easy being at ease, but then we have to think about the traumas that create some of that shit. You know, some of the stuff we've gone through from childhood and sexual and, and spiritual and physical and all that other stuff, which creates this defense mechanism. So sometimes mm-hmm. the shit makes sense, right? It
1: does. It does. You know,
0: it makes sense. But then we ask ourselves do we still need those defense mechanisms right now, today?
1: Right now, right. And they become a, as much a part of us as our scars, our tattoos, and everything else. Um, yes. Being raised, you know, in the city of Chicago on the West side, guards are up. You know, you're going yes. to have that wall up. And you, like you said, it's suspect. Wait a minute. You know, it must be a trick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, as, a, as women, as, as collectively, we, we, yes. we have a lot of work to do. And mm-hmm. a lot of this shit we didn't ask for, you know. Right. But we got we to unpack it because it's up to us and your babies, my babies. You know, I, I really believe it's going to be them. They're yeah. going to exact the change. But we yeah. gotta do the work so we can prop them up. You yes. know. We gotta do that for them. We owe them yeah. that.
0: We owe them that. Like it's a sacred duty to break these damn generational we owe changes. Them that. Yes. We owe them that. Mm. And I talked to my youngest because I'm seeing, you know, you see some of your your traits in your kids, you're like, oh shit, I didn't mean to give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the work that we have to do because I still have a lot of anger and rage that I'm working through. And I Mm -hmm. see it being reflected in some of my kids. Like, babies, this ain't what we're doing. We don't want to be the angry black woman. It's not what we're doing, you know? And and a lot of times our parents didn't, weren't as open with us when it came to showing different emotions, showing our growth. I try to be honest with my kids. Like, your mama ain't perfect. I'm going through this, 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 and this, you know? Are you open with your kids about your process? probably more so than I should be
1: um (laughs) but I would you know what I'd rather give it to them and have them need it and not have it than have it and not need it so yeah I'm 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 very open with them um even more again even more so now my oldest is 19 my son will be Mm -hmm. 16 in April and my baby will be 13 in April so these Mm -hmm. are these are essentially little little grown folks I got here um and I, it's my job to get them ready for the world. So I'm definitely very open with them. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I try to cultivate an environment where they can be open with me. I know some shit they're not going to want to come to me with. Something my yeah. oldest daughter will go to Sarge before she'll come to me. You know, she'll go talk yeah. to him. And that's, that's fine. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we definitely try to keep, we're yeah. pretty open around here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so what last words would you give to not just women? Because we have probably men that listen to this broadcast too. When it comes to just allowing ourselves to be in ease and be in flow, what would you tell
1: us? It's not a competition. You know, Black women have hurt Black men. Black men have hurt Black women. Um, mm-hmm. At this point, we can't do it without each other. Yes. You know, and we have to come from a place of of, of love and non-judgment. You know, we can be some of the most judgmental people and it's crazy as much as we've been marginalized, we can be some of the most judgmental people. So we just have to get back to love.
0: Yes. Get back to love. That, and that's just that on that, right? You know, that's, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. 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 Okay. Where can the people find you, Miss Mann? Well, you know, I, I have an Instagram. I don't
1: use it much. Uh, it's goodies by Miss Morris on Instagram. Check my website, com. You can also get us at www.jacksonbehaviorhealth.com. We believe in equipping the people and we believe in helping heal the people.
0: Yes, yes. This has been dope. Like I know this episode number two because we have to redo it, but I'm like, right. we got to keep this conversation going because it's so good and it's so rich. I'm with it. I'm definitely with it. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to be respectful of your time. This has been another episode. We'll see y'all on the flip. Bye for now. Thank you. Hey, loves. Now, I hope y'all enjoyed that last episode of From Shadow to Sacred is Sex and Raw, and that y'all are staying in tuned and following us in all of the places so you can get the episodes as they drop. Until next time, see y'all on the flip. Bye for now.